And this is Inglorious Pastors, episode five of season two. It's episode six, I believe. Well, I put episode five, so we might have two of those fives out there. I think it is five. I don't know. I trust you with that. Okay. Well, this, yes, this is part of the Inglorious. We don't have any this idea what we're episode. doing. Uh, it's going to be a great one, I can tell you that right now, because I was off last week hiking in the Sierras. Beautiful blue sky. Did you know we didn't, with a, they've got three, over 300 fires burning in California, but where I was, blue sky, beautiful, amazing. Really? Yeah. And I was worried about that. Oh no, I was as well. In fact, I had thought and prayed about you a couple of times, just wondering how that was actually going it can be alarming to people when they wake up in the morning there's ash on their tents and smoke in the air <laughs> you know it's a little bit like jurassic park it all starts out with oohs and ahs and then there's running and screaming <laughs> i always love that line <laughs> which reminds me of your hikes when you run into a lightning hailstorm <laughs> yeah, we we've had those as well. We did more than you should have. <laughs> we seem to get an inordinate <laughs> number, high percentage of the hailstorms in the Sierras. But you know that makes it an epic trip for people. So, if you're looking for something epic to do, come hiking with me. Go to born the number two bewild dot net. Look up a hike in there, and we'll go backpacking for four days a week, whatever it takes. I should go. I should go sometime. Well, actually, happy birthday, Roger. His birthday was last month on the 19th, and I totally forgot to tell you what your present was. It was Marlena's idea. You <laughs> My... get to go on a free Born to be Wild trip. Oh, wow. That's two shameless plugs in one <laughs> podcast. I'm pretty impressed with that. So we're both going to miss the next podcast because we're going to be in the Sierras together. That is so generous oh, of I you. I would love it if you came out for a week, unless your leg <laughs> fell off, you know, with the whole knee problem. Well, I just turned 59, and... Yeah, some parts aren't working exactly like they used to. <laughs> well, I tweaked this right knee in July in the Sierras, and it's still tweaking. I mean, I can, it's, I'm, I'm working with it. But, you know, it's one of those things about our age, 56, that when you, it's easier to tweak things, and it takes longer to recover. Yes. If your body recovers at all. <laughs> no, I was thinking instead of a, of a week, a week might be a little aggressive at this point in your backpacking career. <laughs> An overnight? <laughs> I was thinking an overnight at Walls of Jericho. <laughs> Would be a good start. So so you can see if you Rods, can even hike with a pack on. Rods, there's a greenway near us. And <laughs> I was thinking about a three-hour kind of stroll We could with go a pack. out and set up a tent. <laughs> you get in it for a second and then get out. Take it yes. down. My brother's confidence in um, my physical abilities is depressing. Well... That's actually what we call backpacking basics. So we've done this for the land trust before. That's where we go out on a couple hour hike. We take people out, we show them how to do things, set up a tent, filter water, stuff like that, and then bring them back. The The problem with that is they learn about backpacking, but until you overnight in the woods, it's not real. Right. It's one of those, once it's real, you're out there in the woods, you learn whether you can sleep or not. Most people don't sleep very well on their first trip, but over time you start sleeping better. You just get used to it. You're not sure I can make it. Frankly, I'm concerned. <laughs> no, I think you could make it. I, it. I mean, backpacking is, what I tell people, more important than even physical condition is emotional and mental health. 
<laughs> so I'm supposed <laughs> to feel better about that. Well, what? So it's I'm thinking your conditioning is fine. It's emotional and mental mentally. Yeah, I think you're a weenie. Right. If if people I've seen people shut down because their mind just like I can't do it. They're on a long mountain hike and then they just shut down. Their eyes fill with tears and they fall to the ground and they're like I'm done here. No, but uh, that's where I think my strength would actually be even when my body was going um Downhill. All right. I know where we stand. <laughs> so Roger's going to be doing the Walls of Jericho trip with me this month. <laughs> I've got six people on that trip now. It'll be fun. You need to go with a group. You get that whole group <laughs> dynamic. Plus, if we have to carry you out, there's more people to help. I'm sensing the real issue here is that the gift I'm giving you is a one-day local overnight rather than a Sierra's... Well... Four nighter. No, let's let me back that. I was praying this morning for more people to show up on my week long hike that's on 17 days and I only have one person signed up. So, right now, it's going to be two of us out there for a week. We could make it three. <laughs> you want to make it three? I'll set you up with a pack. We'll discuss it. Okay. We're going to be at high altitude. That swimming now, in lakes. Now, that's what I don't know how I would, you know, right. that's what you don't know how you'll deal with is. Now, we used to live, when we were kids, at high altitude in Durango, Colorado, so I have distant experience with high altitude. (laughs) That was a long time ago. Do you remember being headachy or nauseous? (laughs) (laughs) Not that I recall. I think I handled it pretty well. Because I've had that on the last couple of trips. People get a little nauseous. Had one person that was throwing up on day two uh, and day three. Never good. But it happens. so. So, how's your life going? I'm doing great. I haven't seen you in like 10 days. Yeah. So we haven't yet. So missed doing the podcast last week. Oh, that's why you think it's episode six. You're just on a weekly thing. Could be. We'll have to check those numbers out. I'm not going to say for sure because I (laughs) I literally don't know. I was just following the last podcast that said episode four, hoping that the next one would be episode five. That's just by my count. We'll... We will see what happens. We will see. Yeah, so what are we talking about today, birthday boy? <clears throat> well, I was wondering... Um, well, I was thinking about, maybe as a lead-in, that just came to my brain, was um, who you've been mistaken for by voice or, or sight. Um, I mean, what you look like... Why don't we talk about what I want to talk about? Because <laughs> your topic sucks. <laughs> no, um, a lot of people mistake me for George Clooney. It happens a lot. Oh, yeah. All the time. Right. He's getting old. He's very young. <laughs> He's right around our age, which is young. Thank you very much. Who have I been mistaken for now by voice? I don't think, I don't know. I'm, I'm a very, I have a very distinct voice. No, I've had people tell me it's Fozzie Bear. That, that I could swear Fozzie Bear. Or the okay, other okay. one is wait, 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 wait. Ernie and Bert. So which one? I would be Bert. Ernie, Ernie and Bert. <laughs> Bert. <laughs> hey, Bert. See, yeah, I, don't, I don't even have to make the people say. Got it. So I've been confused. Kermit um, the Frog. Th- that, yes. Who's Fozzie the Bear? Um, I think he's on Sesame Street as well. But I so you have a Sesame Street voice. <laughs> Apparently. Although I was at an auction a week ago 
and a guy came up to me and said, um, how's your booth doing? And I knew instantly <laughs> he had mistaken me for somebody else. And it was at that kind of awkward moment of kind of explaining, I'm not that guy. I don't have that booth. We've never met. Okay, wait, this, this is going back a little bit. But in my college days, which were brief, friends, <laughs> sometimes people would talk to me thinking they were talking to you or David, particularly teachers and faculty members. So if it was about demerits, I'm like, yep, Roger. I'm Roger. I am. And I am so sorry that I did the wrong thing. You remember getting demerits for something that you didn't do? No. no. That was on me, Rog. We had fun with that. Um Yes, we were confused at times, and that's when we stopped wearing matching outfits and that our mother had put us in. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and people, once I started talking, they realized I wasn't Roger because I don't sound like Bert <laughs> from the Ernie and Bert show on Sesame Street. Well, I was where I was going with that. <clears throat> I've been thinking about what does it mean that we're made in the image of God? So I just, you know, so this, the earliest pages of the Bible... <clears throat> this fascinating thing. Yeah. Um, God's going to make man male and female in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. All these other things he makes, all these other fascinating things. Um, but he makes us in his image. And I was thinking about, what do you think? Yeah, when I think about that, I don't think of physical characteristics. Right. I think instead of this idea of... Wait, you don't think you look like God largely because he's a spirit and doesn't actually have a face? Right. Jesus became flesh. Right. You know, which is which we were born in flesh. This is okay. flesh is all we know. Now, we, we have spirit, obviously. No, but I always think of it, when I think of the image of God, we have the ability to make decisions, which is an extra, just that is an extraordinary thing. In other words, I was talking about this on the trail with one guy. We're talking about the difference between just cognitive and the ability to make decisions, but then emotion. What's the need for emotion? In other words, if we were just animals that reacted to things or by instinct did this, this, this stimuli comes, I have this reaction to that stimuli. But we have emotion. We might feel sad or fear or anticipation or joy. Yeah. And, and I was even thinking about like my dog who seems very joyful when I come home. In other words, he seems yeah. to be experiencing some kind of right. emotion. So the but I'm not sure he can make any kind of self-aware complex decisions. When Doug sees food, he simply comes to you. He just that's his response to that <laughs> stimuli. Right. I, I see food, I come to you. But it's an interesting this being in the image of God, it seems the that whole thing of free will. Um the ability to decide something, to weigh all these different things. So, but I, okay, so this this is me teasing it out, and you know me that it's so God makes angels. Now, there's a whole other fascinating um, who also seem to have choice. Yeah, but at no point does it say they're made in the image of God. Oh, um, no. So I'm no. I'm just. No, um, that's very interesting. I'm. It's now. I now. I do think that choice is a part. And maybe that's where we're getting at is what are what are the layers to that? One of the things I think about is- Do angels have emotion? Well, I mean, it's a good question. That's interesting. 
Yeah, because it's clear, it's clear, and I didn't mean to interrupt that, right. but it's no. clear that they can make decisions because some of them have made terrible decisions, right. which is interesting. And they know, and they can observe, so they're taking in. Yes. But. And, oh. they, and they can wonder. <laughs> yeah. W-A-N-D-E-R or W-O-N-D-E-R. See, so, so yeah, angels may look at us like it's extraordinary that human beings are made in the image of God, but do they understand that they're not in the same way? That's interesting. And, and so this other piece that comes, there are multiple, this is just a fascinating, but it's so important, I think, because at some level, it's the ability to, to love and relate. Um love involves choice but it's it's a deeper kind of thing mm -hmm. so you've got father son and spirit who've always existed in a love relationship caring about each other encouraging enjoying and so on before there's ever an angel before there's ever a puppy dog before there's ever a man or a woman they're enjoying this but it seems to me that we are made specifically to love I mean, you look at what Jesus ends up saying, it comes down to, it seems like the whole reason we were made to love and enjoy God. We were made to love and enjoy people. Mm. So there's something that love, where choice is one part of that, but it's a deeper, um, but, 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 but part of that that's so significant is there's this I don't see this is where I don't know if angels were made for God to have a relationship with them. Were they made for a loving relationship? Or were we made more like Father, Son, and Spirit made who not made, they they've been always in relationship, but we were made for relationship with mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm just it's just a very intriguing. It is. Yeah. And I, it, when I think about, you know, because Jesus talks about one time when he said, you know, we're not going to be married in the next age. Yeah. You know, in this resurrection age, he said, we will be like the angels. This is an interesting statement. Okay. Because uh, I honestly, this is Roger and I've had to be honest about. I used to think that I was really up on Jesus and everything Jesus said, and, and I understand what Jesus says and teaches. And then Roger and I, in some conversations, <laughs> realized we don't know some of the things that Jesus, we don't understand, just like his early disciples, some of the things that he says. And now I'm sitting here thinking, Jesus says, okay, you're not going to be married, you're going to be like the angels. So they're not in a married relationship. Right. So he makes that clear. That mm -hmm. would be one, like, strong point for your, we're made for relationships, angels in a different way, maybe are right. not. Yep. Um, and then do angels have emotion, experience emotion? I don't know. Yeah. That's very interesting. Now, another dimension that I think is, <clears throat> that I think of is creating. Um, we were made, and, and it seems from the, again, this was Jesus, God's word from the very beginning, um, go flourish, take care of the garden. But um, you'll see the build, yeah. plant. Um, but I think this another part of the image of God in us is um, 
creating. I mean, all the joy, right. just, you know, um, exploring uh, you on the hikes and, and but then um, designing things. And because, again, this was God. Right. Let's make a world. Let's make people. Let's and then speak and then and actually. But I just think for me, even the joy. I, I love building things. Yeah. And and just watching or remodeling <laughs> yeah. something. There's just a particular kind of joy. But I I think we're living out some part of the image of God. Here I'm talking about not just because we're talking about here, and maybe we're getting into the whole idea of beauty as well. I mean, I could think I see a beaver maybe, you know, okay, they're building a their mound whatever. But it seems, I, I guess in my mind picture, utilitarian, it's not, you know, you know, Sam, you did a beautiful job with that mud on the outside. <laughs> that just, and, and maybe you can just polish that up. But those birch sticks, you brought those all together. Right. It was just a beautiful, it's like shiplap. But, but maybe we <laughs> I should. I think they talk like this, by the way. They say, I've got that sound. I'm just, but, you I'm know, should we upgrade to oak, you know? I'm kind of tired of the birch. You bet, yeah, Mrs. Beaver's <laughs> like, the birch is so last year. Yeah, it's so, can we... So so but, she's just waiting for the dam to break so they can rebuild the whole thing. And by the way, isn't this the the whole fun of the Far Side comics? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Ascribing human traits to animals. Right. Whether that's the deer going in the, in the gun sight. Or, or saying... Bummer of a birthmark, Bummer Al. Bummer of a birthmark, Al, which was good. No, this makes me think about, and I was reading someone at some point, I can't remember, but they talked about, maybe it was the artist's way, but it talked about this creativity, we're made to create, and it's it's one of the most foundational or even primary ways that we are made in the image of God. Yeah. In other words, I, I never thought about angels not creating. Maybe angels maintain different things that God creates. They but certainly we we engage that. But we don't, yeah, there's not But we any, don't see them creating... Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting. That's an interesting thing, and we are made to create. I realize even, and it's why I love working around the house outside and working on the the garden and the yard and fencing a certain way and decks. And I yeah. just love all part of that was even when I think about the Garden of Eden, it was beautiful. It was this paradise, and so Marlene and I, even in our backyard. We've created a little bit of just a little. We call it sanctuary. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but I love it's a little. Back, yeah. It's a small fenced area, and we have lights that are running back there, and we have a, a, a two-tiered deck that I had built. I was very impressed by that, and then a patio with paver stones. But it's this place of it's inviting. You want to just be out there. But more than that, it's the joy of creating that. Right. Of see, here's the thing: we imagine something, we can see it in our mind, yeah, and then we create. Right. Isn't that interesting? Well, and that, and so I, but there's. Let us make man in our own image. He saw it first. Yeah. God saw this idea first, and it was the combination. And what you're talking about is the, is the combination also of creating, and community. Yes. <clears throat> it's because this is this is a space about being together. Right. And we've been over there. Joy and I, you know, um, have been and just enjoyed that space. Enjoyed the beauty of it. The retreat of it. But it seems in all of that we are enjoying the image of God. Um, <clears throat> well, and even when I drove by your house this morning, it's turning into the Garden of Eden. I mean, it's like you've got so many plants oh, and joyous, flowers. Right. And then when we, because we, we were at your house the last time, the last right. weekend for your birthday. And we're Roger's got a little deck back there and he just put a swing on it. Well done. That was a, was that a... Mother's Day, birthday. That was anniver oh, anniversary. Anniversary. Okay. 
And but it's beautiful. It's got this little, like, silk curtain behind it. and Joy put that on there, yes. Well, but y'all created together. Let yes. us make a backyard. <laughs> That's inviting. Yeah. So, so I look at that. So, I mean, those are just some hmm. of the layers. Um, but, but I think with the staggering reality that God would want to share his image, because um, I'm thinking image, likeness, because <clears throat> I'm going to be now identified with, isn't image, it's, you're, you're being identified in a particular way, and God wants to share his image, his likeness. There's not this holding on. Right. It's just... And I think about then, then there's something here too. I think when it comes to goodness and morality, we're 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 made. We were made originally with the heart of God in us, this way of goodness. This yeah. we were um, made to excel. We were made to be beautiful. We were made to be beautiful morally and in our decision. We were made to be beautiful in relationships. Um, and of course, the Bible's very honest about how that got sideways and and so on. But at no point then does God um, give he still says, there's that beautiful phrase, He decides then to save us. <laughs> to become like us once again. Now this is this weird inverse. Okay, we're made in the image of God. We screw things up. Sin comes in, so we get tainted. Whatever, and and so mankind, who is a created thing, God the Son says, "I'm going to be like my brothers and sisters. I'm I'm actually going to take on skin like we've given. The, yeah. I'm going to become this this identification of God." especially with us. Now God loves deer and antelope and and geese and and and, and, and I, there's a joy. Yeah, you're Doug. But I mean, there is this particular Doug? kind of joy that God has <clears throat> and maybe it's something in there is why he's so passionate to be with us. Yes. Well, and, and I was thinking about even uh, the ability to make moral choices. Since you you, know, you brought up sin yes. and this whole thing, even when I think back to the Garden of Eden time, this the knowledge of good and evil. It's just an interesting name for a tree. And the older I get, the more I wish I didn't have knowledge of evil. You know, I wish we lived yeah. life. And I think that's part of the new order that's coming yeah. that Jesus talks about where the knowledge of evil is, I don't know if that's removed or because there's certain things, you know, certain things that you know about this world mm, and about that you just wish you could yeah. forget. You wish you didn't know. What was it that Bob Seger said? I wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then mm. in, in whatever song that was, Against the Wind. Yeah. And I realize that's another part of this image of God that, that we carry. God, because, God knows what is moral. Like, like Doug doesn't see things in the light of right or wrong, right. moral or immoral. He might behaviorally change if right. you say, hey, don't do that. And he's like, I'm sorry. But no sense of internal compass about morality. Right. And we 
We do have that. And it's almost that we have a sense. Well, yeah, we're not expecting a whale or a lion to behave morally. We're, uh, we're, no. not, we're not even putting them under a, that lion kills that antelope. Exactly where we're, I was going. We, you know, yeah. There's, there, it's almost sociopathic. They, in other words, they don't have any empathy or emotional, gosh, I'm really sorry I'm going to have to eat you now. Right. You know, they just... Sorry, Harold, I, and, and your kids, I, you know... Right. I, yeah. That there's, yeah, that there's just not... Um, so isn't that interesting? This is another <laughs> relational thing. We have the, the ability, we don't always exercise it, but we have the ability to empathize. Yeah. I have the ability to feel what another human being is feeling. This is a huge part of relationship. Yeah. And when we will do that, when we choose to do that, yep. it's a powerful thing for connection. Yeah. It is the, it's saying, I may not walk the same mile in your shoes, but I empathize. I want to know what your world looks like, feels like you're... Because the temptation is for us to think that everyone's world perspective is similar to ours or their life experience is similar mm -hmm. to ours. And so we see things from that frame. And the older I get, the more I realize, no, I mean, other people grew up in very different worlds than I did and that I live in now. Which is why we need to listen a lot more right. rather than assuming somebody's stories. Right. I already put myself in your shoes. I know exactly what your life was like. <laughs> So we've, we've come up with, with choice, choice being a smaller part of it, because it does seem that the angels can choose. Emotion, certainly part of it. The fact that God experiences emotion has always been a, a struggle for me, because I'm thinking as, as much as I feel sorrow about the darkness that's in this world yeah. or the pain that's in this world, that must be I mean, it's obviously exponential. I don't know for I God. don't know how God I don't know how God Manages that's one that. of the things the pain and the suffering and right. I don't know how his heart holds up. To me, that's that's part of the infiniteness of God. I, I don't understand. And and maybe and maybe we're onto something. Even even when we begin to feel empathy for others and we feel the pain of others, that is part of the image of God. Yes, bearing that that image. Yeah. Um, no. Yes, because I think the ability to empathize and the choice, the ability to choose, choose to empathize, because yes. we can shut off, we can shut off our yep. empathy, we can shut off compassion we can shut off forgiveness we can shut yeah I, i'm a class i've done it many times um but all of that i think is tied in to the image of god and i i think this other piece my mind is going so many places here but so to to be clear well, we have creativity we have empathy yeah we have choice i i, I couldn't turn that into an itty word um choicity choicity yes that sounds better than decided <clears throat> decisiony uh, once again we come up with a new word choicity choicity uh, we have the gift of choicity um <laughs> I, <clears throat> but i was thinking about the other thing if i'm made in the image of god that some, says something intrinsic about my value. Yes. And just saying to people, I'm saying the Bible narrative, whatever you believe about the Bible, the Bible narrative is you're not an accident. Um, you were planned by a God with empathy and creativity and choice who wanted you to be, who and then wanted you to be like 
him, not a clone. And this is the beauty of image doesn't mean clone any more than you've got, because what we, God has always existed as Father, Son, and Spirit. He's always existed, as you've noted, mm -hmm. in diversity. He's, so it's not that God is making clones. We're all these unique people, but for every one of us, we're made in the image of God. And so fundamentally, that in itself speaks to a value you have, a preciousness that you have. Um, a significance. Significance. So uh, the weight of glory, is that the way C.S. Lewis put it? <laughs> yes. This idea that you've never seen a human being that didn't have incredible weight. Um, I can't remember how he said it. I can't say it like he said it, but either a monster or something incredibly beautiful. But yeah. you, you can never, you'll never see a human being that does not bear this weight. So yeah, morality, empathy, choicity, Relate, creativity. Creativity. Um, and community. Community. Re re relationality. Yep. You know, I think it's tied to that. Um, valuity, I think, was what we were talking about. Significity. Uh, preciousness city um although the, there's the dark side of that um because i thought <laughs> you know it's fun to talk about you know i'm made in the image of god i'm precious i'm valuable i matter um but if that's true for me that's also true for that politician or that rioter or sure. that person who looks different than I am or that old person or that enemy um, or that Iraqi or that there's this thing of um, do we believe at our core then that every person we lock eyes with do we see them yeah. as made in the image of God it's a comforting thought for myself. It isn't always as comforting <laughs> for me to think about that for other people to look and say, and I, and I will tell you, I think this mm. will change. I think it changed some of the, we've talked so often about, it's, it seems right now again, just, um, uh, there's that song, the phrase, such a graceless age. And yeah. that song was written, decades ago yeah. but i'm thinking here we've become even less grace we've become even more graceless harsh and um and so if 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 i disagree with that person it's not just that we have a disagreement or we, but i i demonize i I, right. I i dismiss them or i diminish them in some way um i stop seeing them as precious i as image bearers. As they, this is someone God planned. This is someone God made like him. Um, well, and, and I've even seen that. Yeah, that I've even seen that on Facebook where, where a person just completely writes off another person because they believe differently about yes. something. And I realize that's part of the struggle in our culture right now. Every, again, we've talked about this many times, the whole idea that everything's binary. Everything's yes. a polarizing conversation. And yet... We've got to stay in relationship. In other words, there's no one 
that's completely wrong. If I even take no. even look at your book, yeah, all of us have. There's this partly right. Maybe maybe this is where we 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 bear the image of God, but none of us complete the image in that in that mm. sense. Mm. I like that. We're partly right, and we're we're partly wrong. Right. And that's when I listen to others. When I learn from others, I realize it's not just a binary conversation. It's either this or this. There's a whole lot more complexity. Yeah. In life, and maybe that's even part of less complexity. Maybe that's even part of image bearing, the fact that yes. we can determine things within the context of many contexts. In other words, it's not just yes one thing. Does does Doug, my dog, ever deal with complexity? I don't think so. No. It's pretty much sleep, eat, play tug of war. That's yeah, it. Poop. Poop. Yeah. I mean that's. I mean, <laughs> that's it's, Really, it's it's but we deal with <coughs> complexity, and maybe maybe this is what we That's, need yes. to be willing to do more yes. in our culture: dig into, dive into, embrace the complexity of perspective, and of life experience, and of even political ideology. You know, it's not all Democrats or Republicans are right; all Democrats or Republicans are wrong. I've even, you know, I've wondered this before: How did we even get into a two-party system? I realize there's the teacup party and the independent. I mean, but you know, largely this two-party system. Do we just gravitate to? I want to dismiss complexity. I don't want there to be complexity, so right. I'm just going to wholeheartedly. It's even the idea of voting because you know that's a big deal this time of year. But voting the whole t just this ticket. Right. I've now, taken any complexity out of that now. No, that's such a good word, Bruce, because we're drawn to easy. And easy yeah. easy is creating the good guys and the bad guys. Uh, yes. We're not and I've and again I saw this Facebook post this week, whatever. Um automatically if you're in this party, right. you're the bad guys. You're the bad guys. And if you're in my party, we're the good we're guys. We're the good guys. It's and and either it's you're either wonderful or you're a monster you're either what well, we're all we're all both we're all wonderful monsters yes no <laughs> we're broken and brilliant broken and brilliant um it, it, heroes and monsters where there's these parts um all of us have the image of god and so there's this beauty and wonder everyone but we all have the brokenness as well don henley yes i could not think of the name of the this graceless age yeah. which is a beautiful lyric by the way that was, I knew it was one of the Eagles guys. I knew it wasn't Joe Walsh. He, I don't think he had some of those super deep thoughts like Don Henley did. And that great, song was a call to forgiveness. Great right. guitar riffs, by the way. Um, don't get me wrong. No, so, that's so <clears throat> complexity. We engage complexity. But but the, because God made us to wrestle. Yes, uh, tension. Tension. Oh, I don't like tension. There's right. part of me that wants to just dismiss, and this is where you're good That's for me. That's where we keep going, yeah. Roger helps me when I say think through things. I think about a lot of things. Roger thinks through things because sometimes my mind will shut off because of the complexity. I'm like, I just can't wrestle with all of that. It's too much to wrestle with, but I realize, no, we have to wrestle with those things. I have to wrestle with the complexity of different perspectives different belief systems, different life experiences that come to bear on a single issue. Right. So the issue might be singular, but the approach to that issue is never going to be singular. Yeah. It's going to be complex. So Yeah. And so I, I read through the platforms for the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. Okay. Um, well, uh, Dan Lyons had actually posted um, Gospel Coalition just without comment, just kind of, okay, okay Here's the platform. Here's the platform. Just read through. 
And I'm reading through and realizing there's stuff I agree with in the Democratic Party platform. These are some things we're fighting for. And there's some things I'm saying, yes, that's important. I'm looking at the Republican Party platform and I'm saying there's some things I'm saying, yep. yes, I'm for that. But then I'm also saying, uh, I'm not so much not for, for that. that. And in this one, uh, I'm not, not so much. And right. again, it's we want to make it one or the other. That's the easy. But so much of life and so much of walking with God is walking in the tension. It's why even God, even in the Bible, didn't just like give us a 10,482-point uh, numbered list of the wrong things. There's discerning. There's figuring things out. There's, there's trusting the Spirit in the moment. So much often we're called living in detention. But I love, I never thought, but that's part of the image of God is right. that we are, yes, animals are, we even talk, we talk maybe there's instinct or there's something, but it's simple. There's just either ors, but but the tension of, um, do I wrestle with, well, do I kill this animal? Because that, that could Im impact its tribe and their continued growth on the planet. Well, no, they're, those aren't the kinds of things they're wrestling with because they're not made in the image in the but, same way. Yeah, humans. Yeah, you're right. Humans wrestle with that. Even the idea of a, of a, the extinction of a species. Right. We're thinking about those kinds of things. And should be. That's part of the image of God. And it's beautiful when I see people asking questions um, about others and and quality of life and those kinds of things. It's and, part of the image of God. In and us. and maybe if we could see different, if we could see complexity different, if we could see it as a good thing instead of something we've got to break apart and just make it binary. I was thinking about <clears throat> harmony. I was listening to The Voice last night. I mean, I'm sorry, not The Voice. Um, America's Got Talent. And there was this, there was these, there was the uh, uh, trio. I can't remember their name. Just, ex oh, it's Resound. Um, just incredible. Okay. And their harmony is what makes them. In other words, if all of them are singing the same, they're all singing the same song, mm -hmm. but they have different notes and the three-part harmony that they're doing, I mean, it's, I said, that's one of the best yeah. that I've heard. And it's just three voices and they do it with like with the piano. So you're, there's no, there's not a lot of other musical instruments. Yeah. Their voices are the instrument. Yeah. But it made me, while you were talking, I was thinking scripture says, live in harmony with each other. Not, not singular, singular voice. It's, it's this beautiful thing. It says, mourn with those that mourn and rejoice with those that rejoice. Even if it didn't affect me the same way. Yeah. In fact, it assumes that. It assumes that another person is rejoicing even when I'm not. Yeah. But it says, rejoice with them. Yes. Harmonize with yeah. them. Another person's mourning when I'm not. But it says, I understand you're not, but I want you to harmonize with them. Live in harmony with one another. And I just had an epiphany this morning. What a good morning. Well, and harmony... Is hard. I mean, we, you listen it to that group. It is hard. Yes. You listen to that group because I've heard a bunch of harmony. <laughs> Roger and I have done some harmony that wasn't that good. That wasn't pretty. You remember Sweet Little Jesus Boy about 2016? <laughs> so, um, so it's easier to work at, again, we're going back to eat, um, um, just singing in unison. Just okay. We're all going to just sing the same note. We're not going. That's easier. I couldn't think of the word unison. It's like, <laughs> what's the? Yeah. But the harmony is the hard part. But again, that's what we were. Melody. Made, made Mel for. Melody. Melody. There so, you go. But if everyone is in unison singing melody, <laughs> melody. it's easier. 
except for those people that are completely pitch deaf, tone deaf. <laughs> but yeah, it, harmony is more complex. It's hard. It takes practice. Yeah. I know those three didn't just meet. I mean, there's a certain amount of no, talent that work. they have, but they had to work at right. how they're going to do this. And you're going to go high here, and this person's going to stay here, and this one's going to be doing some ad lit. But it's just, but and, that is the hard work of life, and of that, relationship. And isn't that coming, I guess, at some level full, full, full circle because Father, Son, and Spirit have always lived in, in harmony. harmony. Three distinct, so they're distinct, um, but come together as God in unity in this beautiful, you know, which is what we're called to. And what if, Roger, let's say, just taking it from the American context, what if we're willing to assume the best and say both Republican and Democrat are trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. Why don't we learn to harmonize? In other words, let's sing the same. It's going to be different. It's going to have a different sound. But, but this idea of living in harmony, what if we approached wow. life that way yeah. instead of, no, we're absolutely against, we're set against each other. This is the only way to do it. I'm not even singing with that guy. I'm, um, Again, where where we've demonized or where um, that we're not that where we've even lost the reality that that person shares the image of God, yes. and there's a goodness and there's a value in that person that I need to draw from. Doesn't mean they're right on anything, anything right. any more than I'm right on everything, but we've got to see differently, and there's somehow. Yes. Seeing the image of God in people, and then uh, yeah, that that, um, and how do we make a song together? How do, how do we work on this together? How do we, um, yeah. Image of God. That's that was deep today. I'm gonna finish with one last little, just because I, Ravi Zacharias, who recently passed away, but just been such a mentor and teacher for me, it was an interesting thing. And I guess it's another rem reminder about the image of God. Um, he, he talked about this moment with Jesus. And he said, these people come to Jesus to trick him. And, of course, Jesus sees through it. Um, reminder, don't try and trick Jesus. He picks up on those things. Yep. So they come. He sees their duplicity. And they said, should we pay taxes to Caesar? <laughs> okay. this We're going to put him. We're going to put him in a binary bind here, right? He's going to have to. If he. So. And he said, because we can crucify him either way. <laughs> yes, and we're planning on it. Right. So he 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 says, yeah, show me a coin. And uh, they show. He said, now whose image is on that? Ooh. And uh, he they said, well, that's Caesar's. And they say he said, well, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give to God what belongs to God. And he said. What belongs to Caesar is what's got his image on it, and and Ravi Zacharias, this is not originally, but he said, you know, the reality is, we need to, we belong to God. We're in His image. We have His image, uh, and just like a child, I, I have the image of my dad, uh, which people tell me uh -huh. all the time, um, but in in I belong to Him. He's he, that's my family. That's you know. Um, and just this reality that there's a there's a, a stewardship that comes with being made in the image of God is we are His, and His way 
It's it's why we we're taught to pray, your will be done, your kingdom come. And isn't that so true in our world desperate right now? We we just need yes. to be people who are saying the way of the Father, because all of us we belong to him. Um I don't know, that's kind of a, just probably a sidelight, but it was just a, just a powerful image. Yeah, and who's, it's a, even the idea of image, you know, it's, it's likeness, right. it's, it's reflection. You know, it's this idea that we reflect the glory of God. I'll be thinking about this for some time now. But it's not too late to talk sponsorship. You brought up coins. <laughs> so as we're, we're like five or six episodes into season two, still looking for a sponsor for season two so there's that you could be the one the next one uh, we, we would talk about you at the beginning of the show and at the end of the show and we would say nice things about you and your business even the middle of the show I'd be willing to we could make just a throw a, it in there right in the middle just drop I mean we're here for you we want you to soar pizza hut <laughs> is that just gonna just throw that out there it scared me a little bit. Sorry. Well, I just wanted you to think what our listeners would experience if we just threw it in there. Until next time. It's time. Thanks for listening. Yep.